Today on CityCast Boise, getting a driver's license should be a fun rite of passage, but undocumented Idahoans can't even apply for one. Everyday tasks like driving to work or school can result in life-altering consequences. So Roseli Guerrero is with me to explain how the Driving Without Fear campaign is trying to create a path for undocumented folks to drive legally. It's Tuesday, February 14th. I'm Emma Arnold, and here's what Boise's talking about. Hi, Roselli. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. So we're chatting about the Driving Without Fear campaign. And, you know, a driver's license provides us with so much independence. I have teenagers. It was such a big deal when uh, my son got his driver's license. And you told us that growing up, your friends and classmates around you were getting their driver's license and you couldn't get yours. How did that make you feel? Yeah, it was definitely difficult to see my friends and classmates taking driver's ed. And for me not being able to do that and have that opportunity to take driver's ed, there was a lot of times where I wanted to do like an, you know, a sport after school or like extracurricular activities. And because I didn't have my driver's license and like my parents were working, like I didn't have anybody to drive me. So lots of times I wasn't even able to take some some extracurricular activities because of lack of like not having a driver's license. Yeah, that sounds really tough, like emotionally very difficult, but also like that must have impacted a lot of things for you. Yeah. And I think people being able to like drive themselves to work and me not being able to do that like at all was just and I had the whole questions of like, oh, like, why are you not taking driver's ed? And, you know, I would just joke around and be like, I just I love people driving me around, you know, having my own chauffeur and and (laughs) stuff, Uh, which, of course, like everybody loves to drive. And like having that independency to like move from like point A to point B is so important. It was definitely really hard. So when I was finally able to get DACA and being able to get that driver's license, it was huge for me, like being able to like finally like have that ID with me and and being able to drive myself around. So can you give us a breakdown about what this campaign is? Driving Without Fear, Manejando Sin Miedo campaign is a campaign um, with Poder of Idaho. And this started two years ago. So this campaign is to support having a driver's license for our undocumented community, for them to not drive with fear, you know, on the roads, on, on Idaho roads without a license. So this campaign is to support what this legislation, this year of legislation is called the Restricted Driver's License Bill. So if someone is able to get one of these licenses, uh, the mark license is not a proof of immigration status. Could an undocumented Idahoan be targeted uh, if they're pulled over? This is something that we would be um, checking on um, if, if it does happen. So if this bill was to become a law, it is something that we are going to be um, keeping a close eye out because they shouldn't, you know, um, police officers, if you get stopped over, they shouldn't be acting like federal agents. But there is that fear, right? And like you mentioned, it is a marked license. There would be uh, distinguished if it's a regular driver's license or restricted driver's license. So we would be definitely keeping an eye on on like racial profiling and discrimination if police officers were to were to be doing that to our community. I imagine there's quite a few uh, misconceptions about the Driving Without Fear campaign. What are some of the ones that you hear? I think the fact that like lots of people don't realize that like undocumented individuals are already driving, like they're already driving Idaho roads. So 
there is that sense of security for people to also know that like you know if this restricted driver's license passes like they would have to do the same protocols as a regular driver's license so taking that written exam the driving test so all of those tests will be required to get this so i feel like that is that like that safety security where people are like oh you know like everybody's here is gonna know the laws of how to drive and this is just like a sense of protection and for our community not to be driving with fear like being able to drive their their children to school or go to work without that like fear like anxiety of getting pulled over for like something as simple as a headlight yeah. And I, I think maybe a lot of people don't know that there are actually 19 other states that have similar programs, right? Utah, Nevada, Oregon, California, Washington, the list goes on. But that's partly because of agriculture. And I know that, you know, Idaho's agriculture industry relies on like, I believe, 40 percent of its workforce is undocumented. Those people are already here. Like you said, they're already driving. They're already filling a lot of these ag roles. What are you hearing from the undocumented community about this about this bill? Yeah, so I actually reached out to a community member to ask, you know, what passing this type of legislation would mean to them. And this is what they said. It is a great option for everyone. It would allow me to drive without fear, especially in the winter time when I am so fearful of having an accident. Also, it would allow my wife to put me on her insurance. That also is another worry that if I ever am in an accident, the insurance would punish my family member for allowing me to drive without a driver's license. I have to work to help pay bills. And so I risk myself every day. And this was a quote from Juan. Um, And we really wanted to hear from community because we're like, is this something you want? Because two years ago, there was like privacy protections on the bill. And this year, there's not. So we wanted to make sure this is what community wanted. Um, So after lots of discussions, community was like, hey, we just want something like we just want to be able to drive and not fear that we don't have like the proper documentation, a driver's license while we're driving the roads. And, you know, it just brings back to the fact that this has been a long, long time, decades of like community organizers and um, individuals like working towards some type of uh, license. And although the bill, as we see uh, the bill language, as we see it right now, it's not, you know, a hundred percent what we would like to see. It is a good start, and especially in a state like Idaho, where, um, you know, the environment and we're very deep red state. Right. So being able to pass some form of legislation is a huge step for our, our community. Yeah, I was just wondering that with the state's, you know, super majority of Republicans, do you think there's enough interest from conservatives to get this done this year? Yeah. So it's really interesting because this is what you can say a nonpartisan bill. This bill is being brought forward by Jim Guthrie, and he's he's a Republican. So there is a lot of momentum happening right now. But of course, you know, there's there's obviously those that like even without hearing the bill, they're like already like, no, we we don't really care about this bill because of what it might entail. Right. So I think because this is like something that a Republican Republican is bringing forward, this is something that also the Dairymen's Association is a huge supporter of Farm Bureau. Um, I feel like there's a lot of momentum going and I see a lot of possibility that it it might pass. And that's definitely the hope. So other than the privacy piece, um, what are the major differences between the bill that didn't pass two years ago and the bill now? One of the major differences is the fact that if this bill was to become a law, it would be up to the county sheriffs whether they will opt in or not um, to provide this restricted driver's license. Um, So two years ago, um, county sheriffs were like a huge opponent for this bill. Um, So the language did change to, I guess you can say compromise 
and for them to be more supportive about the bill. So, for example, if if this bill was to become a law and Canyon County Sheriff was like, you know what, I just don't I don't want to opt in. I don't want to be providing driver's license to my community. Then he has all the right to do so. But if there's like another county sheriff that does want to opt in, folks from Canyon County would be able to drive to that destination and get that driver's license. So they would be able to use it across the state. But it does create a barrier, especially if a county sheriff from like a rural area doesn't want to opt in for this. Yeah. And, you know, I saw that KIVI said that, uh, you know, the money coming from this for the DMV could generate as much as $700,000 in funding over the next 30 months from titles and registrations and stuff. What are some other positives for, you know, the documented community to to help people really get on board with this? Yeah, I think, you know, like like you mentioned, there's that revenue part. And I think that safety part as well, because folks are going to be able to get insurance because they have a driver's license. So, you know, if there's a car accident now, both people, you know, both parties are insured. So I think that's definitely like a big plus as well for this piece of legislation. And for folks that, you know, might be on the fence for, you know, whatever their feeling towards immigrants might be. Hopefully that's something that might resonate like, hey, we're going to have like safer roads and that revenue, which Unfortunately, oftentimes it is tied, right? When we, we think of legislation um, regarding immigrants um, and undocumented folks, like that money side is always like what's talked about. But I think with the Manejando Sin Miedo campaign, it's like bringing that humanity side to it because we need to realize like these are folks that are part of our community. Like nobody should be driving scared of what would happen and, the you know, what repercussions could happen of like I mentioned, like maybe a headlight like going off and now you know, like it could be a life changing event for many. Yeah. I mean, neighboring states like so like Utah has done this and they have similar programs in place. So what have you learned or seen? You know, what is the benefit of that in in states that have already done this? Yeah. I mean, other than the revenue that we've seen, um, you know, coming to the states because of passing a a legislation like this, uh, I think just that community feeling like undocumented folks um, feeling that sense of belonging, Right. Because, I mean, we're already talking agriculture here is so big and I can't remember the exact percentage, but I remember uh, two years ago, uh, the Idaho Dairymen's Association made a testimony. He was talking about how I want to say around like 90 percent of their like workforce is undocumented individuals. And how, you know, when they've put out uh, applications like job, uh, job employment applications out there. I mean, people that were born in the States are not applying for it. So I'm like, these are people that are like working like during pandemic. You know, they have been the backbone of not only the state, but the country. And for us to not be able to even, you know, pass a legislation that is like a common sense legislation to just have them being able to drive. Like it's I think for me, it's just kind of ridiculous in a sense, Uh, you know, because, you know, it's. It's like, hey, like these are, are people that are already in our community, like they're, you know, our friends, our neighbors. And why are we not just supporting something like this? Why are people not, you know, why is there so much, which I know the answer, right? Like why there is so much opposition, but it is a common sense law. And like I said, it's nonpartisan as well. 
Yeah, I'm I'm wondering how, you know, you educate certain pockets of the community that are really anti-immigrant and how you spread awareness w- with that. Um, I grew up in a rural community and, you know, it, it was always very apparent to me, no farm workers, no food. And I'm just wondering um, how what would you say to people who kind of have a knee jerk reaction to this, you know, who who maybe don't quite un- who are not supporting it, maybe coming from more of a place of not understanding like the immigrant experience? I think the biggest thing is to become educated about it. Oftentimes we are led by misinformation from hearsay of what we think we know. And I think when we really take the time to get educated, to talk to community members, talk about their experiences, I think that's when we're like, okay, I get it. Like this is common sense. Like I know when I was talking about like my status, like there's a lot of people are like, oh, I didn't even know you were undocumented. So I think that realization that, hey, there's actually a lot of people that someone might know that is like opposed to like immigration and they like they don't even know it. Like they don't even know like their their friend or their neighbors like an immigrant and they might actually really like this person. Right. So I think it's just realizing that, you know, this is this is a common sense, but also uh, how important it is and to realize that like these are people that are part of our community like why not pass something that's going to impact our whole state in a really positive way well this is such a great program thank you so much for the work you're doing and it was so great to talk to you roselli thank you so much for having me And here's the latest on the driver's license proposal which was introduced in a Senate committee last Friday Republican Senator Jim Guthrie is the sponsor, and his bill would create a restricted driver's license for undocumented Idahoans. According to the Idaho Capital Sun, Guthrie told the Senate State Affairs Committee that the bill is needed because of Idaho's worker shortage. Quote, if we're not willing to recognize the need for foreign-born labor, then maybe we need to consider if we should be looking at importing our food. The license could not be used for air travel, voting, or to buy a gun. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. In case you missed it, scroll back in our feed for some Boise love stories to help you celebrate Valentine's Day. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more local stories from around the city. Bye. Bye.